Oh snap, you guys are beautiful. Hey, Merry Christmas. Come on. When last did you turn to someone you didn't know and just say Merry Christmas? So quickly turn around. You don't have to take off your mask and just say Merry Christmas. Like, uh, I know we don't usually, um, I found it strange. I was walking around in, um, I was walking around in town uh, this past week and, you know, everybody's just like so busy. How many of you guys had a busy week? Fast paced? Any of you lose weight running around? No one. Okay, so that means Christmas is still on track. Yes. Okay, so um, like I, I went into the shops and I was walking around with my boys and what I actually did was after someone helped me or I just walked past someone, I would stop and go, Merry Christmas. And you know, people don't say Merry Christmas anymore. I mean, they just like looked at me and they go, yeah, you, you're another kind of strange, you, hey? It's like, and, and I don't know what it is. I mean, you, what is this? What is this? It's a Christmas tree. It's not a holiday tree. And yet we can't say Merry Christmas to everybody. So from us to you, Merry Christmas. I really, got, I really hope you guys have an amazing festive season. Not just a festive season, but you know what? From the start, I pray for all of you that are going to have family over, that are going to have big lunches. I declare and I pray that nothing will stay behind. You will not add on, you will just enjoy. So, so that is it. Today, um, now I, I was chatting while we were busy setting up, I was chatting to one of the guys. And um, I actually told them, I'm, I'm not going to do what most pastors do. When they say, you know, we're just going to have a short service. Five days later, <laughs> you know, we are still here. So I'm not going to jinx it. I'm not going to say anything. But can we just honor um, our, our volunteers? Eh? Every single one of them. I mean, they are amazing. I mean, we had... We had guys ride all the way to the south to pick up people. We had guys that had to rush from um, leaving family to come and set up our lights. So guys, we just want to say thank you. Our, our kids ministry teachers, Ellie already said thank you, but come on. How amazing is everybody? I just really just want to say thank you, and, and we really do. So uh, let's, let's get into this quickly. Wait, I don't want to get into it yet. You know how hard it is to get adults to climb on this stage? Hey, like we, we have team time and, and all our volunteers get together and I'm like, hey guys, you are going to be doing the devotion. And then all they do is like, no, 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 I can't get on the stage, I'm afraid. And then all of a sudden we saw these youngsters get up and then they're, man, they had me like. <laughs> doing moves, doing moves, guys. I think I just want to honor you kids. I know that it wasn't that easy. You guys had to practice hours. Parents can sing that song in three different languages with Chinese subtitles. And um, you guys did something amazing today. You guys stepped into something that most people are too afraid to do. Some people don't even want to talk on stage, and yet you guys got up and you guys did moves on stage. So this is just setting you guys up for doing greater things as you get older. So thank you guys. We really appreciate your bravery. But let's talk about Christmas as well. Turn with me to Matthew chapter 1. We're going to be reading from verse 18. 
We're just going to be reading a few verses, and this is what it says. This is how the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph. But before they came together, now I know I have to keep this as PG as possible because the kids are here, so I have to control myself. Okay, bad pastor. Okay, before they were married, before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Most people go, yeah, right? Um, because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace. He had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet, the virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. On this Christmas Eve, I would like to just talk to you are you going to play the about the, whole time? the hope of Christmas from this title. It's so unexpected. It's unexpected. Can we pray quickly? Father, we thank you that we get together tonight, Christmas Eve, a time where we remember that you came to save us journey started here and father god we want to say thank you for that and as we open your word we pray that you would encourage us through it you would strengthen us through it and you would build us through it as well we love you lord jesus work in our hearts we pray amen amen life is built on moments that happen unexpectedly hey and this is the thing Things might be unexpected, but they still have a purpose. When you read the Bible, now there's some really crazy passages in the Bible. When you read the Bible, there's some parts that you read and you go, now, now that was unexpected. It's like kind of watching a movie where you go, did not see that coming. Hey, the Bible is constantly like filled with those kind of moments. It's, it's the same in our lives, like just as a church, there were so many unexpected things that happened that allowed us to be here with each other today, and it's all because of Jesus. But how many of you guys have had unexpected moments in your life? Like, not, not just this year, not just the past two, three years, like, in life, who had unexpected moments? I mean, everybody's had them, and it's, and it's just so real. Um, like, I remember... I always wanted to drive. Anybody dreamt of driving? Wanted to become, you know, before Fast and Furious, you were dumb. Hey? You were that guy. Before your parents knew you could drive, you were that guy. And then you finally got your license, and then you got married, and the unexpected thing happened. You weren't the best racer. You became your kid's Uber driver. 
and miss the delivery. That's so unexpected. I had these dreams of, you know, driving luxury cars. Nope. Nope. Family sedans. That is what we have. Any, any, anybody, let me ask this. Anybody with the five-year plan? You got married and have a five-year plan. I want to see these hands. Congratulations. Well done. Wow. Yes. Come on. Can we give them a round of applause? Yeah, Zach. Because when, when, when we got married, you know, I had a plan. We got married. I, I stood at the altar, and I went, I do. And when they turned to Ali, and she, and she didn't say I do, it was like, let's have kids. I'm like, whoa, slow down. You know, it was like one of those. I had a plan, but, you know, um, and, and, and let me just tell you the story. So our kids were planned, um, Judah and Jaden. And one day I come home. And Ali's like sitting there, and, and uh, we were leading the youth at that time. And, and so some of you know this story, but I come home, and I'm working on my PC because, you know, we have to get ready for, for church, for youth, and everything. It's Friday afternoon. She walks in the room, and she puts this pregnancy stick down in front of me. And I know she, like, chats to, like, young girls and other ladies, and my first thought that comes to mind is that she had just spoken to a girl, and I go, whose is that? And she goes, yours. I'm like, well, that's unexpected, because we weren't planning to have another child. You know, we were, we were thinking about adopting, but God had other plans. You see, it might be unexpected, but it doesn't mean we have to reject it. And this is the thing about our lives when we, when we look at it. It's made up of moments that are unexpected. You see, the story of Christmas was an unexpected story. Because everybody was waiting for a Savior to come. And they were expecting Jesus to arrive like superheroes from the Marvel movies. You know, music playing, swinging in. But He came unexpectedly, as a little baby. And just because he came that way doesn't mean that God didn't have a plan. And this is what we want to remind ourselves about through this Christmas period, is that everything that God does in our lives has purpose, even though it might be so unexpected. One of the first things as we just have a look at that story in Matthew, is that we find out that one of the most unexpected things is that hope starts with grace. Hope that came into the world as Jesus starts with grace. We wouldn't have this hope if it wasn't for God's grace. You see, Jesus was sent because God had grace for us. There's grace, people. Come on. Please don't, we don't make Christmas Eve services very neat. Yeah, he's like the most lively person in this, in this sermon. Come on, come on. And, and let me explain it to you from this point of view. In 2 Thessalonians 2, from verse 16, this is what Paul writes. He says, may our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father who loved us, and by His grace, 
He gave us eternal encouragement and a good hope. Encourage your hearts and strengthen you in every good deed and word. You see, grace comes first and it's followed by hope. Jesus came, which is the hope of this world, but he came by God's grace. When we read this letter, Paul shows us that it is all based on God's grace. This is why we can believe that God doesn't just show love. He is love. It's all about who he is. Now, as we unpack this whole thing of grace, let's go back to the story. And I want to talk about Joseph finding out about Mary being pregnant. You see, back in the days, you had to be, um, I don't think you had to be, but there were arranged marriages. How many of you guys would love an arranged marriage? I am plotting my kids' <laughs> marriages already. I am actually, because every night I pray for the wives of my sons. I pray for the husbands, that, that, not husbands, husband of my daughter. I pray that God will send godly people their way, that they will have in-laws that are amazing to them as well. And that is what we want. So it is arranged. But while they were engaged, she tells him, you know what? I'm pregnant. And he goes, that's unexpected. Because he obviously had a plan. Marry this woman, start a family. But as it happens, she comes to him and she goes, I'm pregnant. And let me give you a little bit of background about this. It was the law at that point in time that if someone was an adulterer, they would kill that person. You know, and, and so he had every right to have her killed. But this is what happens. In the midst of everything, Joseph shows Mary grace. He goes, I don't want to embarrass you because he was faithful to the law. He obeyed God, but he had love. And he goes, I want to show you grace. So I want to do this quietly so that you are not embarrassed. You see, there is grace for each and every one of us. For each and every one of us. Grace is free and it's ours. You might be battling something at this moment. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what you've been struggling with. But can I tell you something? I know grace. No matter what happens, grace is free. Grace is yours. Grace actually says, come along. Grace doesn't push you away. And what we see over here in the story when Joseph goes, you know what? I'll show you grace. Hope comes. If you need hope in your life at this moment, maybe you just need to show someone a little bit more grace. Because let me tell you this. God has grace for you. There's hope that there's a future. There's hope for life in abundance. There's hope that you are 
and will always be loved. And that was unexpected. That before hope, we had grace. And because we are loved, we need to understand that hope isn't found in anything except a person, and that person has a name. Hope has a name, and that name is Jesus. How many of you guys know the meaning of your names? We are very um, into this whole thing of knowing the meanings of names. Hey, when, 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 we, when we had kids, we were very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Intent about giving our kids the right names. Because we didn't want to name our kid Buxtian. And um, I'm sorry if your name is Buxtian. That, that's unexpected. Um, can you imagine Buxtian Bridgens running around, man? It's got such a ring to it. So um, our, our, our second son, our, our, our second son, our middle child, his name is Jaden. And Jaden, the way it's spelt, means Jehovah has heard, God has heard. Because after our first son, we saw that, I'm like, Lord, he needs a little brother to play with, to run around with, to tackle, and he does that. But God heard our prayer, and he gave us a little boy, so we named him Jaden. And our little princess, when she came, we named her Rebecca, which means captivating. And, and that's who she is. She was born and she was just so beautiful. She was just so beautiful. So she was captivating. But my oldest son, we battled with the name. And my wife had like about a month left. And while I was preaching in youth one day, uh, I, I was teaching and God gave me his name. And I convinced a hundred kids to tell my wife that this child that is going to be born's name had to be Judah. Because when I went home, I told her, hey, babes, I found our kid's name. His name is going to be Judah. And you know what she said? Not a chance. <laughs> Not a chance. But that was Friday evening. Come Sunday, that is two days later. It feels like the, the Easter story, man. Come Sunday, Alison arrives at church, and a hundred kids from the youth run up to her and go, she's pregnant, like so pregnant. You can see her from space pregnant. And they go, hey, Judah. Hey, Judah's mom. And they run off. And she goes, what just happened? That's unexpected. You see, names are important. So when you look at my kids and you think about the meaning of their names, this is what that means. Jehovah has heard a captivating praise. That is what my family is all about, is honoring God through who we are. And this is why hope has a name, and his name is Jesus that is what they asked Joseph to name your son because he will be the savior of the world. However, Jesus gets called so many different things. 
In the book of Isaiah, we read in chapter 9. Now, I must tell you, this was prophesied nearly 700 years before the birth of Jesus. And this is what it says, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. How many of you guys call your wives babes? I've heard some of the stories. Okay, let me ask this. How many of you guys have a nickname for your better half? How many of you guys just use your, your wife's name? Wow. Some people are in a lot of trouble. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. But you see, like, even though Judah's name is Judah, I call him Buddy. Ali calls him Judes. Even though you have a name, there are other names you get called by. And here we see that Jesus has many names, but one of the names that I love much or most is the one that we read here in Matthew chapter 1. But I also got to tell you that it was also mentioned by the prophet Isaiah in chapter 7. And this name is Emmanuel, which means God with us. You know what's the most unexpected thing about that name? So no matter what we could do as humans, we could never get to God. So God came to us. He became Emmanuel, God with us. Because we all know life happens. We have trials, we have challenges, you name it. We have good days, we have bad days. Things happen in our lives, but this is the good news of Christmas. This is the hope of Christmas is that you don't have to go through life and all its ups and downs on your own. God came to earth to walk with us through every moment we would ever go through. And that is hope. And this is the thing. Tomorrow, as we celebrate Christmas, remember that hope has a name and that name is Jesus, and we have hope because God showed us grace. And the last thing we need to understand, is no matter where we are, hope is always with us. No matter what you're going through, last week we spoke about light, in your darkest moments, in the darkest time that you're going through, hope is always with you. Can we pray?